I do not doubt the fact that most of us want to achieve success with haste. We want our success to come with speed and we don't want it to take long. You know how they talk about the long walk to freedom. There is nothing romantic about the long walk. As much as we love chanting that, as much as we love talking about it as though it's something romantic that happened during the struggle, it is not romantic. You want to see the light at the end of the tunnel approach you with haste. But today, I want to talk to you about appreciating the passing of time and learning to see time as your ally. And what exactly happens between point A and point B? If we consider point A where you are right now and point B, the place where your success is waiting for you. Because most of us want our success to embrace us, to knock on our door and say, honey, I'm home, right? And hold you tight and give you a kiss on the cheek. You want your success to be seated on on, on your wardrobe or in your garage or on your bookshelf or on all the bookshelves out there in the most prestigious of stores. This is what you want your success to do. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We should all aspire to achieve and accomplish our success with haste. However, as we've discussed before, um, as, 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 as closely as last week, right? The fact that our stories are very unique and different. So as a result, if you have a neighbor or a friend or a colleague who has achieved something with much more haste than you, who has aimed for promotion and has received that promotion much quicker than you had anticipated them to receive it and much quicker than you have received yours. That's when you need to ask yourself whether is, does this mean that time is my enemy? Do I need, am I on a race and on a battle and in a fight against time because I'm really not loving the fact that this is taking too long? Or do you need to change your perspective? But here's the thing, before we even delve deeper into this idea that time is actually your ally, here's what I want you to embrace. Here's what I want you to first understand. There is nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong with you wanting to achieve your success fast. You wanting to see yourself earn X amount of money uh, by next year. There's nothing wrong with that, right? With you wanting to actually see your situation change with haste. Because some of us are very uncomfortable. Some of us, we've sat in these situations that we're in for far too long. And you're starting to feel the cobwebs, right? You're starting to feel the furniture rot. Um, you're starting to hear the the roaches creep in and, and, and ants build their nest because you've just been there too long. And I can absolutely relate to that. I can understand it completely. And I want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to be in that point of just thinking to yourself, you know what, I'm tired of this. I want this to change. Now, with that said, I want you to also understand the fact that time is your ally and you need to use time. You need to enjoy and endure the process because there is never, ever, a time when you invest yourself in discipline and you invest yourself in spending time doing something over a long period of time with consistency and it leave you the same. You will always change for the better. As long as you are investing your time in something that is a skill that will actually empower and and better you. You know, know, here's how deep this is. 
even if you're spending, let's say, three years investing your time in a degree or in a diploma or in a uh, um, um, postgraduate qualification, even if you're spending that time and it's taking way too long, let's say something that was meant to take three years is taking five to six years. The thing about the fact that you might actually be pursuing the wrong thing for yourself. There are many of us who went and studied degrees and diplomas and then realized that this was actually not what I wanted to do. And now you start to feel like, man, this is terrible. I shouldn't have wasted so much of my life pursuing this. This is actually not what resonates with me. The thing that I want you to learn to do is to give yourself some grace because none of us can go into the future and see what the, the, the future holds for what we're investing ourselves into currently. And I'm not just talking about studies. I'm talking about literally everything. You know, I, I, I remember um, I've mentioned it before, the fact that I've spent quite a lot of time um, investing my time in poetry and, and writing books. I've published two books um, and doing performances on so many different stages. And there came a point in my life where I was done with varsity and I, and I needed to be um, relevant in the corporate space. And there was a huge part of me that felt like all that time I spent pursuing poetry, I should have rather spent that time, you know, um, 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 harnessing my skills in the corporate space, you know, building relationships and networks. And I still feel that way to this day. However, in retrospect, I really do not regret spending that much time in the world of poetry, particularly because it also helped me um, um, better my, my speech, you know, speak better, um, you know, develop a certain uh, level or uh, ability in terms of el being eloquent in my speech um, and being able to just speak with confidence and know which words to select when trying to paint what kind of picture. So I don't regret that at all. And there are certain people that I met in my journey um, as a poet that I look back and I was like, and I'm like, if I had not put my time investing it in this, I would have not met these people. And I'm glad that they're connections today. I'm glad that they're allies today. And, and that's the lesson I learned with time. That at times, that even when you're investing yourself in something that is not ideal, that, that, do, that does not immediately produce the desired result, there is something to be grateful for when you look in retrospect, right? When you're like, I mean, I spent my years in a, in a classroom where I, I, I wasn't studying something that I wanted to study, but you met certain people in that classroom that you would not have met had you not gone there. And I'm not speaking from the perspective of God wanted you to be there so you can impact this person's life. That's not what I'm trying to say, because regardless of where you are, God still wants you to impact somebody's life. You know, I, I'm not a person who believes that God puts you in situations that are undesirable or are uncomfortable for, for the sake of you being there for someone else who needed your presence. I'm not necessarily a person who buys into that. I'm going to call it a narrative, but it's not necessarily what I want to say. I don't buy into that plot. And here's why. I am a firm believer that regardless of where I am, whether or not God put me there, I am there to impact someone's life, right? 
whether God wanted me to impact some person, some person specifically or not, it really is irrelevant to me because no matter where I go, my intention will always be I'm not leaving this place until I flip someone's life around. And as a result, if you think that way, then you can just always rest with a clear conscience that, you know what, even if I'm not at the right place right now, at the right time where God needs me to touch this specific individual's life, you know, who you could, I mean, it's the chances of you meeting with them would have been one in a million. I am, I have dispositioned myself. In other words, you are inclined to be kind. You are inclined to give the best of yourself to other people as much as is reasonable. Because sometimes you can't go overboard trying to help another person where you give so much that you leave none for yourself. But the point that I'm trying to make here is to say that I am content. I'm, I'm, I'm almost always content with where I am as far as impacting another person's life because I, I always make the effort of making sure that I never leave an environment without being kind, without um, showing mercy, without, you know, showing the, the kindness and love of God and trying my best to become a platform for God to show himself strong um, and wise and, and awesome, you know. Um, and with that said, I say all of that to say this. I wouldn't want you to find yourself in a place where you imprison yourself in an in an in an environment that is clearly not helping you move towards your intended goal your 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 intended you know a, a goal of achievement your point of success and you stay in a particular place and you can see that it's depleting you um it's not pouring into you but it's at at if anything, it's actually taking away from you. Um, and as a result, you sit down and think to yourself, God must want me here. But you have no explicit reason to believe that. Absolutely no explicit reason. If you're standing on a particular scripture that's amazing, then absolutely stay there. But you have to ask yourself, is, is, is it going to be indefinite? Like there's no end to it? Or are you there up until a certain point where you feel like, okay, now God wants me to move on? Before I spend way too much time on this point, um, I just want to wrap it up by saying that you need to ask yourself, are you where you are right now because you believe God wants you to be there? Are you investing your time in the thing that you're investing in because you are certain that it's going to get you from point A and closer to your intended point B? where you are reaching a point of success. And remember that when we speak of success, we're not talking about the faith gospel. We're not talking about, well, not that there's anything wrong with the faith gospel. We're not talking about this airy-fairy money, car in the bank, you know, clothes in your, in your wardrobe. We're talking about whatever God put in your heart or whatever you sat down and meditated upon and thought about the fact that this would be good for my general well-being, for my family, for my children, for my wife or husband or whatever the case may be. You sat down and gave it careful thought and came to the conclusion that yes, this is where I want to go. This is where I am convinced God wants me to be. Where you are right now, the thing that you're doing right now, is it helping you move and climb up that ladder that, that, that moves you towards your intended goal? Now, if you are, or even if you are not, 
I want you to remember and take some time to think about the idea of time and how long it's taking you to get there. Begin to think of time as an ally, right? Think about the fact that if you are in a space where you're spending way too much time studying something or disciplining yourself or practicing and training and making connections in an environment that where um, um, you, you, you are either in an environment that is leading you towards your intended goal or maybe you might have actually missed the mark and you're not actually where you should be in order to get from point A to point B. Of which I should say it as a disclaimer that if you are not in the right place, that feeds your, your you, that feeds you spiritually, that encourages you, that, that, that takes you from the point where you don't want to be towards the point where you want to be, then you need to readjust and you need to readjust your trajectory. You know, it's much like when they launch rockets into space. They never, they always do like very, very complicated mathematics to make sure that the rocket lands precisely where they intended it to. But the thing about a rocket is that even if it it, it changes its trajectory by a, 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 a minor degree, you could miss an entire planet. And that's the way that your trajectory works, because the further you are from your from your point B coming from your point A, a slight adjustment in your or, or misalignment in your trajectory, then you will miss the entire planet. You will miss the, the planet that you intended to land on. So it is important for you to consider whether you are in the right place. But even if you aren't, what I'm trying to, 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 to let settle into your mind and into your heart is the fact that time is an ally. When you are consistently in pursuit of something with diligence and with discipline, you are always going to gain. It's much like going to the gym. Even if you're only going for 20 minutes a day, you know, five days a week, you might not be developing your muscles as fast as you would like. You know, you might not start to see the difference as, as quickly and with as much haste as you might desire. However, with time and with consistency and with you learning to look back and, and, and remembering where you come from in, in, in reference to where you are right now, you will begin to see the difference slowly but surely. And you'll begin to actually get encouraged by that and then continue to move with even more vigor and confidence because that's the thing, that, that's how time works for those who consider it it's their ally, right? Time will, will, will eventually show you the fruit of your labor but it sometimes takes longer than other times and sometimes it's not even within your control it's not your fault it's not that you're actually spending 20 minutes in the gym sometimes it might be that you went to the gym and you found that the gym is out of order or you went to the swimming court and you found that you know it's out of order they they, they need to fix it and you have no other choice but to go back home and sit on the couch or do whatever you can at home. Maybe you have a tub big enough <laughs> for you to continue practicing your strokes, but it's not as good as you actually going to the swimming court. So the thing I want you to take home, right, before closing this off, right, is the fact that time is your ally. 
And when you spend time doing something and you do it with diligence over a long period of time, I remember reading a book called uh, titled Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell talking about the 10,000 hour rule and how you cannot as a human being do the same thing given that it doesn't change dramatically or drastically, right? You cannot do the same thing over and over and not eventually become an expert at it. And, and, and obviously, there's a lot of arguments to be made and there's a lot of other, other dynamics that come into play because sometimes you find yourself competing in an environment that just has way too much competition and you find that your competitors have just way too much advantage over you um, that you just can't see yourself you know, survive or even thrive in this environment. But even if that were the case, you've still gained some skills that you will, you'll find that these skills will actually be relevant in another industry and help you thrive there because the competition is less pinned against you. You're facing less of a Goliath in that, in, in that industry. I, I hope I'm not making this um, too complicated, right? Uh, but all in all, it is to remind you that time is your ally. And the way that you make time your friend is that you don't sit with your arms folded and, and, and constantly whine about the fact that your point of success or your, your moment of success is taking too long. You're always in a grind and you're always learning. You're always listening to those who've made it and seeing how they did it and readjusting, always considering whether you're investing your time in the right things and, and readjusting, realigning yourself, um, always looking at the market and asking yourself, is this worth my time, right? Is this worthwhile? Um, am I going to be happy looking back three to five years or even 10 years, even though that's further off, I think you should always ask yourself within the next three to five years, if I continue investing my time and money into this, will I be happy? And will I be content? And will it get me to get me my desired result or get me to my desired destination? There's nothing worse than trying to go to Dubai and finding yourself in some desert with no, with nothing to admire but sand and drought. Oh my goodness, I wouldn't want to see you in that space. So think about that, right? The fact that time is and always will be your ally.